silent night, holy night. <laughs> hey, you guys don't want me singing right now. My voice is... You, you really do have a good voice. <laughs> you do. You do. I've never heard someone laugh through it, though. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, y'all. Yeah, Merry Christmas, and welcome to the Deliberating Pastor Podcast. Woo, your favorite podcast, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. I'm, I'm, I'm one of your hosts, Pastor Aaron, got Pastor Ken and Reverend Doug with us, and we are going to dive in and talk about Christmas today. going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, you all will get what you want under that tree, maybe, but uh, we are going to talk about Christmas all right. All right. Less than All two right. weeks away for at the time of this recording. At, yeah, at the time of this recording, we're two weeks away, and hopefully when you're listening to this, we are right at Christmas, which is the plan. We're going to try to release it about Christmas. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to this before you open your gifts. Oh, yeah. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Children, gather around. We're going to listen to the Deliberating Pastor podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that, that won't even work. Yeah, for maybe. Me. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'd be able to do that now. <laughs> We're gonna get some nuggets. <laughs> you guys traveling for Christmas? I am not traveling. Actually. Not either. I got to work Christmas Eve. I'm on call for for my, for what I do for for a living chaplaincy, but uh, but uh, uh, on Christmas Eve. But uh, no, I'm we stick around. So you stick around too? Yeah, I am actually sticking around. My, my parents are going to come up oh, okay. and be cool. with us, and um, the first week of January, me and my wife are going to take us a trip. Very good. All right. Yeah. Then you're going to get yeah, away. You know that song? My wife and I are going to take a trip in a good old cruise ship. Oh, okay. I've not <laughs> <laughs> heard that. So that'll right. be fun. You're going to the Bahamas, right? We are going. Yeah, hopefully. Um, Praying we do. Um, we were supposed to went a couple weeks ago. Oh. And they dry docked the ship on us. Whoa. Yeah. So, what, they had problems? They had to Boat do... leaking? They had to do some maintenance on it and some deep cleaning, but um, that ship particularly was one of the ships that went over to New Orleans um, to help with a lot of the rebuild oh. and all those wow. things because of okay. the hurricane that came through. Okay. And so that ship housed all those workers. Okay. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. You don't hear about that. But and then and then another cruise ship came and replaced that one. Wow. And while it went back refurbished and so, cleaned up. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, I well, thought that, I thought that was pretty neat. Um that they would do that and um too bad that that originally pushed back your your, your vacation trip but yeah, well, I mean, I, I did lose a little money because then I had to cancel my oh, my yeah. flight um, yeah. and get a credit on it, of course. Yeah. But um, but they no did cruise up- ships come to Indiana, so you got to be able to go somewhere. Right here. <laughs> fly in there. But they did upgrade my cabin. There you go. Yeah, so we we uh, I looked on there just a few days ago, and we have an ocean view cabin. Now, Very so nice. Uh, I, I'm like, yeah, all right, sounds pretty good. Of course, we're only we're only on the cruise ship for two days, going down to the Bahamas and then coming back. That's right, yeah. Home it's, because yeah. we ha- we're we're at a resort there in the Bahamas. That's the way to go, though. Um, yeah, so Very fun. looking forward to it. It's first. It, it is the first time in 13 years that my wife and I have taken a trip, just me and her. 
Wow. So um, looking forward to that. Um, yeah. You know, I do recommend. Hey, if you're if you're if, if you're married, um, take some time out for each. Even if you got kids, take some time take some for time each out. other. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and because when when it's all said and done, as you guys know, it's just going to be you and your honey. Yeah. Sitting at the house while the kids go off and. Yeah, I'm already there. Yeah, and it's awesome. I mean, you miss the kids, but when you see them doing well and doing what they want to do, and it's like, but yeah, and you do have a little extra money when they leave. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, woohoo! So, but yeah, we're looking forward to it. Looking forward to it, and like you said, I do want to see my my kids do well whenever they reach that point, you know. And I didn't tell my wife, hey, when they're all out of the house. I mean, you're going to travel, honey. We're going to go. So, yeah, looking forward. Yeah, I, you know, we were talking before this podcast about, you know, maybe some uh, Christmas traditions and stuff. And ours have changed so much over the years because now we don't have kids. Sure. And when you have little kids, you have cool. To me, that's the fun traditions, yeah. you know, when the kids are little. And so one of the cool uh, traditions we did is... I love sugar cookies, so we uh, we created a uh, a sugar cookie for all the nativity figures, and uh, well, what we ended up doing because it just didn't look like them. <laughs> In the end, <laughs> what what it, the end result was is that I did do sugar cookies, but that became the the manger looking thing, you know, and I you can use the mortar for that good old icing, you know, and stuff. But then I had the regular, you know. Uh, little plastic people, you know, like you can get at any store, you know, for the nativity set. Oh, yes. So that would be setting there. So Christmas Eve, the kids would pick one of those characters, uh, one of those little guys on the table, and uh, that's how I would tell the Christmas story. So if they chose the sheep, you know, you'd be talking like a sheep. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> and so awesome. you, you tell it, straight from the sheep's perspective. Yeah, from the sheep's really? perspective. So it's fun if if you like being creative, and so you're always thinking in advance. What if they choose baby Jesus this time? You know, what if they choose you know the angel or something? So yeah. you got to begin the story of of where that person would be. So very good. It, it was always fun. Yeah, you know? I, yeah. They probably didn't like it as as much as I did, but I always had fun with it. I remember one time um, <laughs> when I was, I was real little, and my mom left um, one of Dad's boots. I didn't know that. I didn't know his Dad's boots at the time, but left one of his boots by the by the chimney. Oh no! And my mom said, "Oh, Santa left his boot." <laughs> house. That's awesome. And I'm telling you, I believed it for a long time that Santa left his boot Man. at our house. Wow. <laughs> the rest of the world, he was only had one shoe on. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fun with kids. I, we I spent, oh, good Lord, follow the instructions on a trampoline if you're building one. Because, you know, I thought, oh, I'm mechanical. I can figure this out. I don't need no instructions. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you need to follow them because it's very frustrating if you don't. So, anyway, that's my little tip for you today. But So I'm putting the trampoline together in the garage so my daughter doesn't see it because that's what she wants for Christmas. And she still believes in Santa Claus and everything. How big is this bad boy? It's it's big. <laughs> it's big. 
<laughs> I was able, it's, but the, the garage door was like a huge garage door. So I did, okay. was able to take it out. I didn't get it stuck in there. But, um, and I had to try it out a little bit to make sure that it wasn't going to like de- be destroyed. <laughs> no, you're thinking, you're thinking the worst right now. So that's not it. <laughs> okay. All so right. in, the, in yeah. the morning when we get up and we show Hannah what Santa brought, she runs out there to jump on a trampoline like I thought she would, but she sees in the snow my my footprints on the trampoline, and she's like, "Oh, Santa's been on my trampoline." It was all oh, she loved it. Pretty she just good. thought it was cool, but uh, yeah, kids. And you didn't tell her out. any difference, did you? Santa tried it out. Santa did try it out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Make sure yeah. it was ready yeah. to go. Yeah. But then it when you get safe. older, then you can finally take credit for all the money you're spending on them. Like. Eh, was really me. Yes. 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 <laughs> my, uh, of course, like you guys too, my wife and I, we have spent many late night Christmas Eve mm. slash early Christmas mornings putting toys and things to, oh, together. Yeah. Oh, and, gosh, and then yes. yeah, when the kids are up at the crack of dawn. And, and uh, yeah, thankfully, our family is a little beyond that. All my kids, well, one's kind of left home, but but uh, they'll all be under my roof uh, on Christmas Eve. But we'll, we're in the stage now where it's we're, let's sleep in on Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, just a little bit. So, do, do so you, I'm thankful for do that. Do you all do the wrapping? Or do the what? Do you all wrap the gifts? I still oh, do. yes, yes. Because my wife does it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I, oh, I yeah. am yeah, I'm terrible at wrapping Oh, I, yeah, yeah. my wife wraps the majority. You can tell the ones that I've done. Yeah, it looks, <laughs> like, a, looks like a dinosaur has done it. <laughs> It's, it's all, yeah, it's, you know, yeah I mean, it's horrible. I get my fingers stuck, and the tape yeah. rips this. I and use then, way more paper than what it's yeah. needed to, to, to wrap the thing. But all, part of, uh, all part of Christmas. So you guys have got churches uh, that you pastor, so you guys are probably in the thick of uh, your, some of your church events and different mm-hmm. things. And so. Oh, yeah. We have, uh, we have our big Christmas Thanksgiving dinner coming up. Okay. And, um, Coming up, yeah, here, here, uh, this actually this Sunday, I believe okay, it is. Very good. And uh, there'll be lots of food, but we also do, um, you know, of course, we'll have Christmas songs, and I, and I think the uh, some of the youth are doing a Christmas mm-hmm. skit, and we uh, we also do um, ugly sweaters. Yes. Yes, I'm wearing my ugly, ugly sweater ugly this weekend. Ugly day, yeah. and so we'll, yep. you know, and then we'll we'll all vote on who gets the. You know, the we have a for the men, the women, the the, the youth. Um, you know, who has the the best ugly sweater? I guess if yeah. you could say. Um, awesome. So, but uh, I am actually going to wear. It's so funny because my my boss, um, she bought me. She knows uh, everybody that knows me love knows I love De- little Debbies. You know. Y- but, yes. <laughs> yes. Everybody. I mean, you made, You named your first daughter that, didn't you? Uh, close. Uh, <laughs> Little Debbie. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, <laughs> um, but, anyways, um, during this time of year, the the Christmas tree cakes come out. Oh yes. Oh and, no. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. oh, they're so good. And so my boss, <laughs> she bought me this shirt, and it is. The Christmas tree cakes, and it says "Tis the season" on <laughs> on it. So I'm probably going to wear that one as Very you know, good. as part of my ugly sweater. I'll just you like know, put it over, you know. And and I know my our church here, they'll they'll get the biggest kick out of it because they they know. I'm sure they know that too. They know. Matter of fact, you know, like um, 
for my birthday this year, they bought me like 12 or 13 big boxes of oh zebra my. cakes oh for my. my birthday. And then, um, well, about five, six months ago, I, I stopped eating Little Debbie's. Like, just, just buy them. You know, I've had one or two maybe since then. Um, but, uh, but I stopped. And so for uh, Pastor's Appreciation Day, you know, a lot of the church knew that except a couple of them, and I still got... You know, so you got a little Debbie's some, for your some, pastor appreciation. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. I mean, last year when we we did most of our services outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would go around and I would I would pray over each family inside. You know, they're inside their vehicle, so I would lay hands on the on the on the vehicle and I would pray for that family and then go on to the next one. I got to one vehicle, and when I go to lay hands on the vehicle, I noticed on the windshield they have a big boxes of zebra cakes <laughs> waiting for That's me. Awesome. <laughs> so go. the church is going to get probably the biggest kick out of that whenever, whenever I wear that. Well, when we think about Christmas, guys, what, uh, what has, uh, maybe you haven't thought of, it, thought of it this way, but what has Christmas meant to you guys this this year, I I, w- I was thinking recently, um, driving in the car, I had had some some windshield time, and uh, just how much I've really enjoyed this Christmas season, and I'm not sure really why. Uh, there are a lot of different factors, but I have really enjoyed this season of Christmas. Of uh, um, we just finished a podcast, uh, our last one, guys, talking of you know different ways of reading the Bible, uh, or what we can glean out of the Bible. One of the things I've done the last few years is I've taken the Gospel of Luke, and you know Luke's got twenty four chapters in it, and you know read a chapter a day out of Luke, so that on the twenty fourth you finish the whole. And that has been for me this year uh, has meant so much to me, mm. of um, of just taking. Uh, you know, today was was uh, the fourteenth, as we're on. It's today's the fourteenth of December. Those of you who are, who are listening on this, uh, this is yeah, we're recording this on December fourteenth. So today was Luke fourteen, and just I don't know, it's just you know, that's just one aspect. But I've really enjoyed this Christmas season, that's and cool. I, I can't narrow it down, you know, to just one thing, but just a lot of little things. It's been it's been good so far. It's not that it's, it's not that it's been bad. It just doesn't seem like it's Christmas yet. Well, when it's been fifty fifty and sixty uh, degrees in Indiana uh, with storms, well, and yeah, I don't, I don't but, even. But have you're probably one. alluding to something. Else, yeah, no, but, that but, uh, that too. And I don't even have my tree up yet. I've been a little busy. So, however, I have reflected on how it, it wouldn't seem like Christmas if there wasn't any music, because that really makes the season for oh, me. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I've noticed in seeing a lot of patients in nursing homes and stuff, they they love the music too. And just to sing mm-hmm. some carols and, you know, some not only the, the hymns, but even like some good silver bells and white just, Christmas. Just and, traditional Christmas music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that is, I don't know. It's it's not enough just to sing it by yourself. You've got to be with with other people. But just to I don't know, just to see people sing songs and be together, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I tell you, I'm enjoying. Um, Seems like I've seen more Christmas lights on homes this year. 
I don't. Mm. I, I mean, it, for me, it just. Feels I'd agree that way. with that. For me, it feels we all live that way. in the same general area of, of uh, you know counties. I would agree with that. You know, so like you know, I, it's like I see more people like you know they're putting mm-hmm. stuff out and mm-hmm. it's, you know mm-hmm. Christmassy and mm-hmm. the lights and and yeah. I mean I, I mean I I love that and I don't know if maybe maybe that was you know kind of a product of coming out of of you know. I know we're still COVID, in, COVID. in the COVID, yeah. you know, kind of area. Much in, yeah, sure. But uh, people want to celebrate. But yeah, something. People are wanting to do something, and yeah. and there's like this, there's this, like this slowdown in people's lives, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's the way I remember growing up because it seemed like your lives were slow, you know. It's like mm-hmm. Christmas never came. Almost, it's like, oh, is it gonna get here, you know, and. Uh, our lives are just so fast paced, you know, if we just mm-hmm. slow down and, and, and look at what's going on, um, you know, it, it's, 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 it's really cool. Uh, and, and for me too, is, you know, when we first moved up here, you know, the, the, the pastor, we lived in a fellowship hall for three and a half years and now, um, going going on a year and a half now you know i mean i'm praising god going down the stairs of my house and then i can go down to my living room and and i see the christmas tree and i can see you know the decorations in the house and you know and those things and that just excites me mm-hmm. so i mean that's that's one thing for me going on to this in the end of this christmas uh, season stuff what um I have to ask you, you guys are the preachers here. What what, what things you've been preaching? What 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 have you been? What's uh, what what's been an insight from this Holy Spirit that that that's helped you this Christmas that you've been preaching? When I did the series on uh, this season was um, oh, um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what I've actually titled it, but it was basically the. Uh, surprises of Christmas, uh, the Christmas surprises. So um, normally, you know, we'd look at the story and say, oh, of course, there's, you know, a baby being born of a virgin. That's a surprise. And I'll, I'll cover that too. But there's a lot of things in the narrative that uh, should have probably got the attention of somebody reading it 2,000 years ago, like, um, I don't know, like, the uh, you know uh, Elizabeth and Zechariah having a child you know that was that was a a big deal and it's 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 wrapped in the storyline the way it's read um, I mean it's a surprise that that older couple's having a child but it's written in a way so you're supposed to reflect even on Abraham and Sarah's. Uh, there's a lot of the language that's similar in Abraham and Sarah's. Away. Yeah, yeah. So, because you know that that child is a child of promise that's supposed to bring salvation, and then for Zechariah and Elizabeth, you know, this one will prepare the way for the one who's bringing salvation. And yeah. uh, but there are a lot of other surprises in uh, uh, in throughout the story that I like to kind of bring out that people don't normally catch that I think would have shocked some people. Um, Mary and Elizabeth are kind of like the stars in the Gospel of Luke. Uh, um, if there was, if it was a play, Mary and Luke would get uh, Mary and Luke. Mary and uh, Elizabeth would get, you know, most of the lines. And when somebody like 
Zechariah does have a big part. He doesn't get to talk, <laughs> you know. So you you have, and and this clues you into Luke's uh, Luke's entire gospel. He will elevate those people that in society have have brought low. So he will lift up the importance of women. It'll be the women who are at the cross. The woman is the one who goes to the tomb. You know, it's mm-hmm. the women are the heroes in the Gospel of Luke. And so, and he brings that even out in the, in the Christmas story. So well, I like what you said, you know, brings in the, the, the lowliness of, of people, because when you look at the, um, the Christmas story, as we call it in, in, in the gospel of Luke, um, you know, you have, you have the shepherds that the gospel is preached to by the, by the angels who bring this good news. Right. You know, you think about it, the angels are the first <laughs> preachers of the gospel, and they, they've never experienced the gospel, right. you know, the, the saving power of Jesus. But they come, they come to the shepherds who are the, the outcasts of society. Um, they, they weren't even allowed to even worship in the temple. Right. You know, it went as far as that, even, which I kind of find it odd because they're providing the sacrifice <laughs> for the temple. But yeah, they don't want them worshiping in the temple just because of well, the, they're unclean because they've been with yeah. a dead body. Well, and they so. and they their their business that they do sometimes with Gentiles, mm-hmm. um, business transactions and the, and those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, you but know, it, but they were the they were the low. They were the yeah. You know, uh, it wasn't the royals that the message went to first. It wasn't exactly. the rich. It wasn't no. It was um, it was the poor, the outcast, the ones that. Society's kind of forgotten of. And, she- and shepherds, what's interesting about shepherds is that um, in the, the reading and the study that I've done is that legally they they were, a shepherd was not allowed to testify in oh, a yeah. court of law because their word wasn't any good. Yeah, it wasn't even good. <laughs> wow. So, so you, I know I've, I've preached a message before, you know, when you think of your own lives, um, your children being born, you know, usually the very first persons that you tell of a birth announcement are the closest people to you. It might be your own parents, you know, the grandparents, uh-huh. or it might, you know. So who was it of all the people that God could have announced to the world of the birth of his son? Uh-huh. Well, it was the, it was the lowly shepherds. Yeah. You know, yeah. The people who, 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 whose reputation, their lifestyle, uh, even in Roman law, wasn't even allowed into a, into a court uh-huh. because there weren't any good. Yeah, and it's a little, yeah, it's it was. Always, yeah. They Luke paints the picture of you know in the year that Quirinius was governor over Syria or whatever. You you got this idea that there is Herod and um, all these other nobility people, and you would expect that if a king was going to be born, it should be in yeah. Rome yeah. or at least in Jerusalem. But then it's like in a little town of Bethlehem. Uh, and so you got all these things that, uh, you know, that Luke is flipping upside down of what you would, you know, being born, you know, mm-hmm. where, where sheep and cattle are being kept, you know, right, right. Uh, all this stuff is. I think it's I think it's pretty neat too when you have Bethlehem, you know, is is what what the the, the house of bread, or, right? Yeah, and, and, and mm-hmm. that what it means the mm-hmm. house of bread. Mm-hmm. And we think of well, who 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 is Jesus? Jesus is, is the Word. He's mm, the he's bread the bread of life. Of life. Yeah, yeah. You know, and here you have the bread. 
mm-hmm. uh, yeah. being born, right. you know, in, in, in Bethlehem. You know, which, going back to uh, Doug's question, you know, about what kind yeah. of things we're yeah. preaching about. Sure. Uh, last Sunday I, was pre- I preached on, you know, to, to hear, to respond, and to spread. And what I mean by that is the shepherds, they, they heard the good news. And not only did they hear it, they responded to it. Mm, and yeah. went and found Christ, and then, yep. and then they they left spreading it, glorifying, telling yep. others about what they had seen and heard, you know. And I think a lot of times as Christians, you know, that's what God's calling us to do. Is right. you know, we, we we need we hear the word, we hear the the, the bread, we t- partake of the bread, we hear the gospel, and it's like okay, we need not just hear it, but to respond to it mm-hmm. and and do what the Word is trying to tell us to do and because that's what it does. It directs our, our paths. It's a, mm-hmm. you know, what's the what's the verse? It, uh, it, it's a light, in, uh, a light into our path. Um, yep. and, and, um, and, then, and then, you know, once you respond to it, you, you know, you experience, you know, the fullness and, or you, you experience what God has in store for your life. And with that that experience and that response to what you've heard to do and those things, then you're able to go and, 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 and spread it to others around you, which I thought was neat too. Cause like you were saying, the shepherds, their word was no good. And here you've got these shepherds. I mean, they're just excited and they're going and they're just, I mean, whoever they come in telling people, with, telling yeah, yeah. I mean, all were amazed that heard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, the whole story is amazing in itself. And here you have Mary. She's just, She's just sitting there pondering in her heart, thinking about, mm-hmm. man, all this that's going on and just taking it yeah. in. And, you know, yeah. um, of course, it, it, it probably wasn't a silent night. Um, yes, yeah. I don't know how silent <laughs> it, it, it was. I, the, the, the thought occurred to me, and I don't know why I hadn't thought of this before, but the thought occurred to me recently was in the Christmas story, there's only, obviously outside of Jesus, in the Christmas story, there's only one person that was at the Christmas story, that was at the cross. And it was Mary, it was Mary the Mary. mother of Jesus. And how, um, yeah, that, that, he, that she was the one constant all throughout his, his, his 33-year earthly life. And, and uh, it, uh, I don't know why I hadn't thought of that before. I guess I knew that. But just to pause that, and even interesting that even – uh, my own pastor brought that up this this past weekend that yeah. that she, that she was she was one of the women at the cross and, and with some others. It's like wow, yeah, only the only one from the Christmas story that made it to Calvary, you know, made it to the cross to 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 watch to see and 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 Jesus like he he pinpoints her out of the audience. Yeah. You know, yeah. look yeah. at your son. Look at your son. You know, remember, remember, <laughs> you know? remember Bethlehem. <laughs> look at Bethlehem you know. to Calvary. Yeah. You know, for for sure. I, I guess you know it's like that Mary, did you know song? You know. Yeah. yeah. I, mean. I like that meme where it says Mary, did you know? It said yes. Luke told her all about it. At yeah. the time. I I, I, I kind of like that. <laughs> Uh, I kind of like that. That. that well, meme. well, I don't know if it's Luke or Matthew. One of them, right? You know that uh, the. The angel says to her, "You know, it'll it'll pierce your 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 soul." Yes, and it just kind of overshadows. If you're just reading it and you don't know the end of the story, you're like, "Oh, something bad's going to happen." Yeah, yeah. And, it puts the writer on, or puts the reader on edge. Puts right. the reader on edge. And, and interesting thing, what Luke does, I think Luke is the one that talks about where we said about uh, swaddling clothes or, or strips of cloth mm-hmm. uh, or linen linen cloth. 
the uh, if if it's Luke, then he mentions it, you know, in in the nativity, and then the next time that you see that same phrase, uh, uh, linen cloth and and strips of linen, is at the tomb, yeah. And so you're supposed to catch that, you know, this is kind of showing you that this is this was his life, you know, from yeah. from the from the linen cloth in the manger to the linen cloth in the tomb, you know, so uh, kind of playing on that. I know we talked about this before we started recording, uh, talking about the, um, uh, the, the linen cloth, the, the strips of, of clothes or, mm-hmm. um, and how that in, with the shepherds, the shepherds in Bethlehem, they were known for, um, their sheep and their lambs, mm-hmm. you know, providing those sacrifices and, uh, you know, presenting because when you did, when you had a sacrifice of a lamb, it had to been it had to be the best. It had to be had to be spotless and mm. you know and and uh, pure. And what they would do is they would take these lambs and they would um, secure them, as you, if you could say, with with those strips of clothes and put them in a a manger or or a feeding trough and lay them down in there. And and so when the angels said, hey. You know, this will be a sign to you. You'll find the babe, you know, wrapped in swaddling clothes or in strips of of clothes, uh, lying in a manger. They they knew that they had found, um, you know, what what was told to them, you know. And and this just came to mind is, a lot of times, you know, God directs us with His Word and He gives us direction so that we can find what He wants us to look for. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. in, in, in ways that we understand. Yep. Yeah. Because you think, when you think of the Bethlehem, the census, all that stuff, you know, Bethlehem's packed with a lot of kids. So, so how in the world would you, you know, you go to any town, you know, regardless of how big your town or small your town is, just go to that town and say, okay, you're going to find, look for a newborn. Well, how am I going to know that, which, which is the right newborn? Well, it'll be the one that's wrapped in swaddling cloths. So, great. so it's a newborn, but lying in a manger. So those, you, know, you had two, Two things to look for that would be a that would be a sign, and so it is. Uh, it's a it's a great I say story, but it's a great true story that uh, uh, you know we're so familiar with it over the years. But right. boy, again, back to reading it at face value, Holy Spirit, what's something new I need to see? What yes. am I missing? Yes. What's what's in this that that foreshadows the 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 purpose for why the Christ has come? Um, yeah, we just need to do that. Amen. We need Amen. to, we need to do that. Amen. Um, and I think this is a good, good little segue here. Um, but how did we get Christmas? Can we talk about that? <laughs> I know Ken, you, 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 you know, um, quite a bit on, on the history of, yeah. of the Christmas holiday. Right, 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 um, right, right. Because as you know, as we know, uh, Jesus was more than likely not born in December um, but if you look, if you really studied, it was probably around what April, March, um, springtime. That springtime um, um, mm-hmm. period, just just on account of we know historically and and all those things that shepherds would not keep their sheep out um, during those winter months. Right. They're cold. They would usually bring them in. But we find in the in the Christmas story that they are out in the field. Sure, you know so. 
Um, yeah. Go ahead and take you know, it. Yeah, I think the reason why we do it on December 25th, because, I mean, that's when Santa Claus comes. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Just, that makes, that makes perfect sense. That was now. not the answer I was yeah. not even going to give, but okay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So, yeah, uh, actually, the Catholic Church uh, picked, uh, I say Catholic. It was, there. that was the only church, basically, for yeah. the most part. Mm-hmm. Early, the, the early, early church. Medieval, early church picked uh, that date and it was well it was earlier than medieval but anyway um they picked that date because that was uh, near the winter solstice and so the winter solstice marks when the days begin to 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 be longer than the nights so you're you each day after the winter solstice you have more light each day and since Christ is the light that's coming to the world, it was a good reminder for them to put it on the winter solstice because from that moment on, you know, it reminds us just as we get more light that Christ came to dispel the darkness and uh, to bring light into the world. And then on the flip side, uh, John to Baptist Day is celebrated on the summer uh, solstice because that at that point that's when it starts get we start getting darker each day. And so the reason why they picked John the Baptist for that day is because he said may he increase and I decrease. So the idea of humbling ourselves and letting Christ, you know, so that we as you know being like a light that we start decreasing and and allow Christ more in our life. So mm-hmm. So that was the whole idea behind, which I think is pretty cool, you know, and I'm sure, you know, I've heard stories that they, you know, did this along with pagan traditions, you know, to, you know, try to encourage the local communities because they're going to celebrate anyway. Why don't we just make this about Jesus and celebrate him? Yeah. Which, you know, I don't, I don't, I think that's fine too, but, but yeah, it's not the exact day, but it, I find it kind of interesting that it's on the, on those solstices. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is neat. Yeah. Yeah. That is neat. So there's a lot of traditions with Christmas, you know, with that. Yeah, yeah. And um, one of those one of those traditions is when I was growing up, I was in a lot of Christmas plays. Maybe you, also, yeah, y'all yeah. were also in those plays. I was. And even outside the church here, we have our nativity set up, you mm-hmm. know, outside. Mm-hmm. And everybody's familiar with, you know, you have the you have baby Jesus in the manger, then you have Joseph and Mary and there's usually an angel behind them. And then on one side you've got the shepherds. And then on the other side you have the the wise men or the magi. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times they would put a star, you know, above. Right. Right. You know, and, and for the longest time I always thought that's how it was. You know, Jesus was born, star was over above them, they all came, they're all mm-hmm. staring and looking at Jesus. You know, that was, that's, that's what I thought until I read the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and it changed your perspective a little bit, did it? It, it, it? You know, so it didn't change me. I mean, so when you, when it's you th- an artistic expression of the entire Christmas yeah, yes, like all, story. All, yes. all, all together, you know. And so... And then yeah, because like, Jesus wasn't... He was two, around two years old, when yeah. the, the wise men showed up. Yeah, I don't up, think so. the shepherds and the and the wise men ever met each other. They never met they, each they, other. They, yeah. they never met because um, when you well, and you think about it in Luke chapter two, there's not a star mentioned. Right, mm. right. You know, so the star did not lead the the shepherds. 
Right. Yeah. You know, so there's not a star mentioned there. The only time we, you know, we hear about the star being mentioned is for the Magi, because mm-hmm. you think about it, the, the, the Magi and the, the, those wise men, they're, 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 you know, astrology, they're into mathematics, they're into science, they're into uh, those type of things, very learned, educated people. Right. And when they find Jesus, the Bible says they're, 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 they're in a room. Right. Mm-hmm. They're in a home. They're, in, they're, the they're, in, a, they're in a house. And mm-hmm. then you find King Herod, he is, um, you know, whenever the angel appears to Joseph and says, hey, you guys better get out of here. So they, you know, Joseph, Mary, and Jesus, they all, they, they escape and, and, and go towards Egypt. And Herod has sent out this decree or this, uh, this sentence upon the, the city of Bethlehem and actually uh, in the surrounding areas. Of, of babies that are two years old yeah. and younger to be killed. Mm-hmm. So There's a very tragic side to the story that we don't it, always... You know, yeah, they don't put that on Christmas cards. You know, yeah. No, Can you no, imagine no. that? No. You know, babies <laughs> Very being, rarely is that portrayed in, uh, in, in, in kids' nativity uh, yeah. Christmas yeah. programs. So, so definitely still not a silent night. Uh, yeah. no, <laughs> you sure. know, and, but when we look at that, so it, it could put Jesus being almost two years old when when the magi find him, but when the shepherds find him, he's he's a baby. Yep, mm-hmm. he's just born. Yep, yeah. It um, the there is just so much to unpack from the story and and to 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 realize that these were again. I this is probably too simplistic, but but these were real people. Mary uh-huh. was a real person. Yeah. Right. Mary, you know, uh, and and the 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 for just a, a moment in time, the relationship conf- the relationship conflict that Jesus brought into Mary and Joseph's relationship. Here she is to be found with a child. Uh, Joseph obviously says, "Whoa, something's going on," uh, because you know we we read that story for so much, and you know, so can you picture? In real time, the very you know, that story unfolding where she where, where she says I'm with I'm I'm with a child. Is she Scandalous. more than likely appears pregnant for the first time because she goes away to see Elizabeth for six months. So she comes back at some point, probably very much showing, mm-hmm. and and then Mary says, "Oh, it's it's not what you think because an angel an angel has appeared to me and it's the son, I'm pregnant with the son of God." Now, I don't know about you guys, but if my fiance would have said that, I think she would have lost she had <laughs> yeah. lost her mind. You know like, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but <laughs> and it's, but that really happened it that happened. way. Yeah, it, it happened. happened that way. It happened. And 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 then you know the angel has to be convinced uh, or the angel has to convince Joseph that no, it, it really is true what she's telling you, and how he has to process that and what that means, and then and then that's that's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is then the the public persona. What what the you know what is what did the uh, other people think? Mm-hmm. You know you know the way, you know Mary and Joseph were you know they must have been together before they were married, yeah, or yeah. or Mary was. Was out doing something so, with other guys before they was married, and how Joseph, you know, what how the community. There was always a cloud of suspicion around Jesus. Always oh, something, because yeah. again, I'm, I'm preaching again. But Jesus comes, and he says, he comes to divide. He comes to not only he could, you know, to come to to unite us with God, but here on earth, there's always division. Yeah. Jesus comes in, and 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 there's just division. Um, 
in the spiritual battle is what I'm trying to say. This division, the spiritual battle that, yeah. and it really took place. And there, these were real people and real problems. And, and anyway, well, and I love that too, because you know, you, you think about it. Okay. They're going to Bethlehem because that's their family. Yeah. Their family lineage yeah. says yeah. they're of the house of David. Yeah. Even taxes is a part of the yeah. Christmas story. Yeah, no. the and, census. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to talk about taxes. Uh, <laughs> but 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 when they get to Bethlehem, you got to think. Okay, their family is there as well, and they have no place to go. They can't even stay with their family. Yep. Because they're surrounded by scandal. I mean, you know, it's like, uh, don't, mm, she's pregnant, it's not yours. Mm. Yep. Whose is it? Uh, yeah. Well, even, even throughout the Gospels, you have uh, the, the Pharisees and Sadducees, they're all saying, well, uh, we know who our father is. Yeah. And I mean, that's a dig at Jesus. And then even when he's at trial with Pilate, they say, well, he was born, he was Ill, Ill, illegitimately born, you know, and, and to kind of discredit, you know, and, him. And, well, here's again, Joseph hasn't put a ring on it yet. Right. If you had to say something. And here he is, he's traveling with a pregnant woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they had so much stuff stacked up against them, you know, from the, from the get-go. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I, I wondered, I struggled, like, why God, Why would you do that to a young couple? You know, they got a bad rap, you know. And I think, you know, they they did the right things. They stayed with, with Christ. I mean, they, what happened happened, yet God was very comfortable staying with them because it wasn't about their reputation. It was about their character. And so um, their reputation was kind of soured, you know. But that doesn't mean nothing to God. If Mary was true and the story was true and God was like, I'm, this is what I'm going to use. And, uh, you know, I think God is very comfortable. Sometimes we get um, lied about or there's a stigma about us, uh, where we came from or what family we might have belonged to or how we're associated with a person and the gospel writers let you know up front that God doesn't have a problem with it. You know, here though, Mary and Joseph are surrounded by scandal. These are, are, are true people that have great character and Jesus is reaching out to scandalous people all the time. Prostitutes, tax collectors, sinners, lepers, everybody that society's cast out, but God's very comfortable with, uh, even people that have bad reputations and and wrongfully so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah. I know it's not part of the Christmas story per se, but I I I I'm mesmerized by the thought uh, when Jesus is twelve and he's in the temple, and uh, he stays behind, and and it you know they go a two three days thing. It's maybe a three day journey and. Finally, Mary and Joseph start looking for them in their company of people, which is kind of interesting what that would have looked like, why you wouldn't have at least laid eyes on him for three days. But anyway, um, and then they, you know, they've go, can you imagine the conversation going back to, I thought you were watching, well, I thought you were watching, but yeah, yeah, we've lost the son of God. You know, we had one job to raise the son of God and we've lost him. 
you know, how yeah. the heck, you know, <laughs> you know right. just, just those real conversations that were probably, you know, well, not probably, but are not recorded in the scriptures, but you know, they took place uh-huh. at some level. It's like, I cannot believe we've lost him. I cannot, I know how, you know, what are we, you know, there are all of us mm-hmm. guys have at one time gone to the mall, gone to the store and, or, or a theme park and we've lost our kid. You know, my oldest, when he was about eight, we lost him at a, at a, at a water park in Southern Indiana. And that is just, that was 10 minutes of real terror. And I, you know, I tried to keep calm and mama was staying calm. But as, but but, but every, every minute that ticked by, there was more angst. And by the time we got to about the 10 minute mark, I thought my wife was going to, was going to break, was going to lose it. And, and then we eventually, here, here we saw my son come down the slide, you know, and he, we'd gotten separated. He thought we'd gone on onto this water park ride. So he went on by himself thinking we were up there where we, we weren't. And so anyway, but so that angst of, you, I've lost my son. And then to know another layer, it's the son of God. We've lost the son of God. How did we do that? Or and right. how do we get him back? Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so we read that passage where Mary says, you know, son, why would you know, you know, why did you do this to us? You know, right, it's right. kind of, we read that, you know, and I would have loved to, to, to hear the tone in Mary's voice. You know, why did you do that to us? Why should be about my father's business? Anyway, so just, you know, there's, you know, real life stories. You know, we, we, we read them, we know them by heart, but they really did take place. Yeah. And it really did happen. Yeah. And real life emotions and relationships yeah. and scandal, like you're saying, Ken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah. I think that's what's great about the Christmas story when you really, really read it and sit down and you can look at those things. You know, it's not all jingle bells and, you know, and all those things, you know, that we you know we like to sing about and stuff. But there was some real stuff, real people. Yeah, real heavy stuff. You know, yeah. and the, the Christmas story is heavy. When you mm-hmm. begin to really think about. And people his, did lose their lives, the, the, those babies. Those babies. Um, the heartache that brought. You know, the, 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 the trials and the travel that the, the, the Magi you know, had to to travel just to just to get a glimpse of Jesus. You know, the, and they they traveled in you know a caravan. You know, you, you're looking at probably um, you know eight, nine, fourteen, something like that of of wise men who traveled together. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't three wise men. Typically, a, a year or so it wasn't just this it, was the just a long cross travel, town. long travels, long because they had seen. You know, it was you know it, it. I don't know. Maybe maybe been a uh, uh, an event that happened, you know, in the solar system that uh, caused that because we know when they get to Jerusalem that it, it, it goes away, it goes dark or something to that effect, if I remember right. It um, seems to reappear. And then it reappears and they know, how, okay, we need to. And so, it, you know, they get to they get to Bethlehem and, um, you know, and that's or not Bethlehem. He's probably in um, um, uh, uh, Nazareth, I think. Probably at that at that time because they went to Bethlehem for taxes. Mm-hmm. They're not going to stay in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. They're going to go back right. to to right. to Nazareth and uh, to to where they were at. Um, more than likely, you know, who knows? Could have they could have you know? I mean, I, I don't know that that length of time because it's not it's not said. But you know, they could have found him in a room in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they finally got in a room. 
people left and they were able to get a to yeah. get a room. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But you know, but we do know that there's a possibility that Jesus could have been two years old, and so he could have been a toddler running around. And here they are presenting gifts, and Jesus wants to go and and the foreshadowing you know, of those three gifts: else. the gold, the frankincense, yeah. and the myrrh. Um, the, the significance of each of those three. Yeah, I've I've heard you know the the, the teaching and stuff on how um, you know, that represents the, the the death burial and and you know resurrection of the priesthood. Jesus, mm-hmm. You know um, and the priesthood and all those things from from that. So yeah, like it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I like to encourage our audience to write in and and tell us their favorite part of the Christmas story, whether it be a character or oh, yeah. or or an aspect, you know, so did we, I'd like to hear that from them, from our audience. Well, guys, you guys got anything else we want to add to uh, that? Um, this will probably be our last podcast of the year. Merry Christmas, Merry and Christmas. you can now unwrap your gifts. Yes, yes, at the conclusion <laughs> yes. of this, unwrap yes. your gifts. Unless, yes. unless you need to, you know, answer some questions for, for your young ones that are, <laughs> that are there. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have a happy new year. We're, we're praying for you that God would just um, bless, your, bless you in your lives. And as we proclaim Christ in this uh, dark world uh, that we are living in, because he truly is the light of the world. And so um, until next time, uh, we will see you next year. Have a great 2022. See you then. Yeah, we'll see you in 2022. Got some great things. Write into us. Let us know if there's some things that you'd like for us to cover and talk about. And we would love to do that. And so until then, be blessed. Merry Christmas and a happy new year.